Hello, everyone. Welcome to again to my podcast, Igniting Change, Finding Your Fire. Um, we can discuss the whole world until un, under that umbrella, I feel. So I kept the title, but we'll be discussing, I'll be talking about various things. And as you know, um, this is a work in progress. And who knows um, what this podcast is going to bring about in the future. Um, but I'm just kind of going with the change and sharing with you what comes through, what I feel inclined to share with you. And I hope that it's been useful for you. And um, so we've been talking a lot about um, conditioning, mental conditioning, cultural conditioning, gender conditioning. And if we really look around, our entire life is conditioned. And um, because we conditioning is uh, when we learn a way of being or doing or thinking or believing and, and thinking that that is the whole truth. And so we, the grooves set so deeply that we don't even think that there's any other way. So some of the conditioning can lead us, um, lead to suffering. And it's kind of like, and when we are suffering, we tend to, or we have been taught to look on the surface only. So we have physical symptoms. We go from doctor to doctor to specialist to specialist to trying to figure out, to trying to heal the physical symptoms. You can't heal the physical symptoms on the level of the symptom. It's kind of like chasing your tail. And the same thing happens with mental and emotional health as well. We have an issue, suppose, and the, you know the mental and emotional issues, you know how they show up? They show up in our relationships. That's the best picture, best mirror for our uh, mental and emotional stuff to show up. By ourselves, we are all perfect. And so when we see that, we continue to work on the relationships, work on the relationships. We learn to do's and to not to do's. And again, we continue to hover on the level of the mental and emotional to solve mental and emotional challenges. And it's, again, like chasing your tail. And, and then we think, oh, you know, but spirituality must be a good thing. And, and, you know, we all want to be spiritual. And that's a direction that I need. And we follow, um, we kind of, you know, many of many times we take the path of spirituality with the intensity of the mind, with the, it's a, it's a focused um, undertaking. It's a goal-oriented undertaking. And that's kind of like chasing your tail because um, we're kind of missing the point. So, you know, the human journey is, is interesting. It's, um, it's comical many times and many times it's not when we are stuck in the thick of the problems and the challenges and our pain and our suffering. And when we really, you know, it's, it's really, and there's so many different perspectives, there's so many lenses, we have so many stories, we all have the past, and if we get lost in this web of, this inner web of thoughts and emotions and feelings and make everything so serious. And, you know, it, it takes, a, it's a nice to take a break and realize that we're all really are okay. And, uh, you know, 
Uh, humor, a sense of humor is really needed. As if many of you who know me, you know that I, um, I'm a serious person. I dig deep, but I don't take anything really seriously. Um, we don't, I don't take this inner work so seriously with the mind. It's really a journey that when we kind of get out of the way, it comes before it comes, it rises to meet us. And that's the process. And it's a very hard process. It's hard because we have, um, you know, we moved from the animal kingdom into the human kingdom because we learned how to take care of the body. And then we were given a brain um, to think. And that's where that's kind of like our blessing and a curse at the same time. And it's really tricky. And that the, the whole process is learning how to use that as a tool. So as I'm talking about, um, so this, this is, um, by the way, the 10th episode. And um, I wanted to, so in this episode, I'm going to give you a very powerful and an effective technique to heal. But before I get to that, um, you know, I've been reading this book. It's called The Goose is Out. It's by Osho. He has been a very, um, he's passed away now, but a very controversial figure in India because he, call, he says it as he sees it. And uh, so these books were written in, I think, initially in uh, Hindi, and then they're translated into English. So I, I can tell you, I've never laughed so hard when I, um, you know, every time I read the book, there's something funny I find. It's actually the whole book is funny. I've highlighted so much of it. It's so hilarious. And number one is the translation. And secondly, it's funny because he really sheds a light on the human predicament and, and he gives you examples in a really funny way. So I'm going to share an example with you that I laugh so hard. It goes, a rose is a rose is a rose. There's no other possibility. But you can drive a rose crazy. You can put the idea into the mind of the rose that you have to be a rose. What are you doing here? Wasting time, wasting a great opportunity. God has given you an opportunity to be a rose. What are you doing here? Swaying in the wind, dancing in the sun, taking life as fun. Be serious, be somber, become holy. Read the Quran, the Gita, the Bible, and you will have driven the rose crazy. So healing is kind of like that. The premise is we are whole at our core. Okay. And, you know, when I talked about in the last episode, there is this, uh, our light is untouched by the traumas. So to heal the trauma is to get connected with that light and infuse that light into our daily, day-to-day, day-to-day living and in the remembrance of it. So that's the whole predicament. That's the whole challenge, right? We forget. We get so caught up. Uh, we get so caught in the drama and the trauma. And we keep spinning our tails thinking, how are we going to fix that? How am I going to heal that? How am I going to heal that? But really the truth is at the very core, we are whole. You are whole. You are healed. There isn't anything to heal apart to realize that there isn't anything to heal, apart to realize that you are whole, all is well. And that's the work we do, spend our entire lifetime doing it. 
so even if, you know, we are in the middle of suffering, remember that. And we'll just, you know, have fun along the way. And have heart, have compassion for yourself, have compassion for others. And uh, create a little sense of adventure and fun as you move along this journey of healing. So what I wanted to share with you is um, this technique that I have learned uh, from my teacher when I worked with her on prior lives and consciousness and all of that for close to a year. Very deep, very intense, very interesting work which really uh, opened my mind and my eyes. And I never looked life the same way. And it really helped me heal all the past energies that I've been carrying in this lifetime. And she helped me see how all the, the reality now was a continuum of the energies being carried forward from past lives. And now they have come to heal. And I understood that like it never before. So that, 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 that work that I did for a year was a missing link, and it transformed me from inside out. And as you know, transformation is never a one-shot deal. We're never quite done, and it keeps happening because we continue to unpack. You know, the more, more light that comes into the body, the shadow also gets bigger. So when we, we don't see the shadow, we get focused over here and then something comes up. It's like, oh, and you begin to unpack the same situation in a different way. Um, a new insight, a new knowing comes through and it's like, oh, wow, I never quite understood it or thought about the situation this way. So the learning is never, never done, um, but it is fun. It is, you know, it's fun most of the time and sometimes it isn't, but it's just when we step away as an observer and we notice, we notice um, what there is. We notice our our own predicaments. We notice the thoughts. We notice the dramas and the traumas. We notice what we're feeling. So then it, we have a different relationship. We have a relationship with what we are experiencing rather than becoming the experience. So for example, if we are you know, going through this little anxiety or anger and just you know, feeling like angst about something and when we are in the thick of it, we forget, we, we become it, we get so engrossed in it and we take it so seriously thinking, oh my God, I'm going to be stuck in this and I'm never going to come out of this. But when we remember to be an observer, to step away, we're like, oh, I see this feeling, this, this uh, experience has come up on the surface for me to take a fresher look at it, for me to um, transmute the energies of it, for me to heal it, for me to understand that this is the kind of the purging process. It's coming up on the surface because it's on its way out. Then we told, when we look at it with more curiosity, more like a sense of adventure, more like I wonder what this is, and then aha, a new awakening, a new opening comes up, which lifts the burden out of you and you feel renewed, you kind of you know, upgrade yourself. And, you know, that's how we transform and we become a new version um, of ourselves through everything that comes up and that when we become aware of. So anyways, the technique that I use, it requires uh, kind of two things. Number one, it's needed that we understand how to drop into the heart. 
It just really means when I tell uh, my clients to drop the mind into the heart, all it means is that you are thinking about the heart. The mind is focused on the heart. So mind becomes integrated into the heart. The second um, concept that I will introduce is opening your heart. And it's like, how do you, what do you mean by opening your heart? So one of the ways to do it is uh, think about someone that you cannot stand. Okay, I'm sure we all have um, somebody like that in our life. Or even if we, we had shifted that, then there was some, something in our life that we could not stand. So bring that situation or that person or that object into your life, I mean, into your awareness and open your heart to it. How does that feel? So when you try to open your heart, you're like, I can't open my heart. I had a client and they said, my boss is driving me crazy. I cannot stand. I detest my boss. So it was very easy to teach them, like, go ahead and open your heart to the boss. Like, are you kidding me? I can't do it. So you know what it feels like when the heart is not open. Now, think about someone you love dearly. So for me, it's my kid. You know, if you have kids, that would be immediate. You know, if you have a pet, if you have another loved one or a friend or whatever, someone that you love really dearly and open your heart to them. And notice how that feels. That's how an open heart feels. So that's how what you can, how to differentiate to open the heart. And, um, and that's something we will be working with through the technique. So anyways, the technique is called the 6A technique. And the first A is the awareness. So like I mentioned, you drop the mind into the heart. You become aware of what it is that you are feeling. Okay. And that is not a small task. We have to kind of step away. Like I said, we have to, you know, step away and really notice the feeling sense. What is it that you're feeling? And it's really important um, to give it a name. Even if the feeling is I'm feeling out of sorts, I'm feeling confused, but there is a name. Um, it helps you kind of really um, vocalize and heightens the awareness when we give it a name. So becoming aware of your feeling sense, becoming aware of what it is that you are feeling. So you begin to um, taste it. What does it taste like? What does it smell like? What does it sound like? Uh, what does it feel like? What is this? So what is this thing that I'm feeling? And have you felt this feeling before? Chances are 99% of the time, yes, because it's the same energy that continues to circulate. And, and so that energy is the feeling sense. And that's when we begin to become uncomfortable. Uh, so you become aware of in many dimensions of it as to what it is that you're feeling. And if you're able to give it a name, give it a name. Suppose I'm, you know, enraged or I'm angry or I'm fearful or I felt or I feel neglected, abandoned, not cared for, victimized, um, powerless, um, not good enough feel controlled, feel manipulated. So I feel anger, whatever the words may be. 
So become aware, become Becoming aware means you're really becoming one with the feeling sense of your experience. When you become aware, the body feels like that it is happening now, even if something, say, from 10 years ago had come to the surface. So your body is holding that experience and it feels like it's happening today. And the, you know, the funny thing is when we ask, what is it that you're feeling? It just shows up. It shows up for people like a flood, like, oh my God, it's right there. It is right there for us to pay attention to. So you become deeply aware and see if you can give it a name. Now, the second A is to acknowledge. Acknowledge what it is that you are aware of. Acknowledge what it is that you are feeling. And it's important not to bypass that step because this acknowledgement is where our, you know, our resistance will show up. We will continue to deny like, no, you know, I'm really okay. I have gotten over it. You know, I'm really not angry, but, okay, or like I've forgiven that person, but. So we're really not deeply acknowledging. And I think um, we don't acknowledge that to ourselves because sometimes we see our, we all have a little bit of distorted image of ourselves. You know, we think that we have risen above a certain, um, a certain predicament that we are better than that. I'm better than to hold a grudge. I am I'm a compassionate person, so obviously I forgive. No, I don't feel like I'm neglected or taken care of. I can take care of myself. So you see the, the duality here. So there's that acknowledgement isn't there because we begin to judge ourselves for feeling something that we do. And we judge ourselves and we feel like, oh, my God, I thought I've been doing all this spiritual work. And what the heck? And this thing showed up again. How can I be feeling this way? Am I not matured enough? I'm being childish. So this is where the mental chatter we have to acknowledge and saying, no, this is not about that. It's really about becoming deeply aware of what you're feeling and acknowledging it. Acknowledging it, it doesn't mean anything. It just acknowledging just means that it's kind of putting a check mark. It's like, yes, I know it. Yes, I am still angry. So rising up to meet yourself where you are instead of pretending that you are at a different place than you're at. There's no judgment here. Remember, this is not linear work. So we acknowledge, yes, I am still angry. Yes, I have not forgiven that person. Yes, I feel victimized. I feel powerless. And the mind goes, how can you feel powerless? You're the most powerful person. You have accomplished so much. Da-da-da-da-da. It's not about that. It does not matter. Okay, so we remember the mind is dropped into the heart. We're integrating the mind into the heart. So the mind is serving the heart. Healing takes place in the heart. There is no arguing uh, of the mind when it comes to the heart. The heart knows. Our job is to simply to notice that. So acknowledging what it is that you're feeling. Okay. That's a big step. And that's, you know, it takes time. 
And now the third A is acceptance. Many times we skip over the acknowledgement and we are we move into acceptance kind of falsely or not falsely, but kind of fool ourselves by thinking, oh, I accept it. You don't even know what you're expect, accepting. You, you know, accepting, remember all of this work has to do with ourselves. It's not acknowledging, yes, you hurt me. It's not about the other person. And it's not about accepting that. I accept you. Forget anybody else. This is about you. Can you, can you accept that this is your experience? Can you accept that I've been victimized all my life? I didn't even know it. So I had that victim energy in me. Can you accept that I really don't feel worthy enough or I don't feel that I can do this, that I am good enough? Can you accept that this is your experience? So what happens many times, we spend a lot of time on others very quickly because we're accustomed to that and what you did, what he did, what she did. It doesn't matter. Remember, this is just about you. So accepting your experience. This is how I feel. I feel disappointed. I acknowledge I feel disappointed. I'm accepting that I feel disappointed. Who do you feel disappointed in? You know, most of the time it's ourselves because we're talking about ourselves or I feel neglected or I feel abandoned. This has been my experience. So remember also, we're working at the subconscious level, which means we're not aware of this stuff until, you know, you pull it up to the surface to become aware. So people, you know, we go on in our life, you know, totally accomplished and highly, you know, highly professional and whatever you want to call it, intelligent people not knowing what's happening in the subconscious, okay? So it's really about the subconscious work. So whatever is in the subconscious becomes conscious, so we become more conscious. So accepting that this is my experience. So when you begin to accept, there is the heart opening that takes place. So we're not accepting with the mind. We are accepting, we're opening our heart to our own experiences. I'm opening my heart to the fact that I felt I've been feeling victimized. Okay. So how do you how do you open your heart to the feeling victimized? So there's a part of you that felt victimized. So there's a part of me that felt victimized. There's a part of me that feels not good enough. There's a part of me that feels abandoned. So I'm opening my heart to that part of me that is sitting in that corner, suffering, feeling abandoned, that's sitting in the corner, isolated, believing that she or he is not good enough. They're sitting in that corner, that inner child, that inner child who's sitting there all hurt and upset and suffering because they don't feel good enough. So we're, we're opening our heart to that part of us that felt all of those experiences, whatever they may be. So when you open your heart, what you're doing is you are pulling, you are bringing that child into your heart. The heart is, there's a flow of love. 
there's only one flow of love. So you're pulling that abandoned child into that one flow of love. So they become part of the whole holistic love. Right? So remember all the feelings that are coming up on the surface, they're coming um, to no love. Where we have been in the mind is when we feel something, like I said, it's like, no, we don't want to acknowledge it. No, it's really not okay. I don't want to say anything. We push it away because we become afraid of a judgment. We become afraid of being judged. We become afraid that we're not good enough in ourselves. So we're not, the mind is where we have been. We are not integrating the mind into the heart. That's the ascension process, the journey from the mind to the heart. So you open your heart and open your heart to that part of you which had those experiences that is leading to your traumas, your suffering, and your pain. And you envelope that part of you into the one flow of love. Keep opening your heart and it's going to feel that's when the, you know, the tears begin to flow because that child is finally loved. It's been waiting to be loved for decades. Now it's finally ready to know love and it's finally meeting love for the first time. So you open your heart and you keep opening your heart and you pull that child into your heart so they feel part of you. So what we tend to do, we abandon parts of ourselves which we don't know what to do with, we kind of shove them into the corner and we use the mind and we go on with our life. So when you bring those, um, those little boys and girls into your heart, you become an expanded, a fuller version of yourself. Keep doing that. Keep opening the heart. You're going to feel a little shift in the heart, little warmer feeling, little fuller and, you know, it's like the joy of coming home. It's like the joy and the pain of coming home and the tears, tears begin to, you know, flow that, oh, my God, I, I have been waiting for like 40 years to do that. And trust me, I have, you know, I work with clients about 70, 80, and they finally have come home. We don't know until we know. So now is a time for us to know that. So that's the acceptance. So we've gone through awareness, acknowledgement. Acceptance is opening the heart. And acceptance, you know, when you're opening the heart, you also then begin to, when you open the heart to something or someone or yourself, you begin to look at the whole picture. In the whole picture, you find uh, like an appreciation. What's the bigger picture? What's the lesson to be learned? Can you appreciate, can you find the gift in your suffering? Can you realize that that thing that happened to you 20 years ago, 30 years ago, that that was a reason your soul had designed this experience so you can now see it because until we see it, we cannot feel it. Until we feel it, we don't heal it. So it, it gets pictured out, like the, the drama gets played out so you, we can see it. And it's up to us to see it. Sometimes we don't see it this lifetime and we come back again. So you have finding the appreciation, finding the blessing in the suffering. What is the gift in it? So we do, because we don't want to judge anything, right? Because remember, whatever we judge, we become. 
So there's no judgment on what someone did. Remember, everybody's playing their part. Everybody has a contractual energetic agreement with you. Um, when that agreement is fulfilled, when the learning has happened, when the pain that was coming to the surface has been shown love, the agreement is completed and we have a choice in that. So finding the blessing, finding the appreciation, that's the fourth A, is appreciation. Can you find a blessing? Can you appreciate all that you have gone through? Even just a simple thing, all that pain has led you to this point in time. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, God, whoever the God is for you. So that's the appreciation, finding the gift in it. And this is when the whole gamut of, you know, holding grudges and forgiveness and all of that, a lot of stuff comes up. And that's where we dig deep and we work deeply. But this is just a technique for you to get started with. Now, the uh, fifth A is the application. It's applying this technique. Awareness, acknowledgement, acceptance, appreciation each time when you feel out of sorts. So the point is tuning into where you're feeling, giving it a name, dropping the mind into the heart and going through that process. It works every time. It works every time because it's an energy and energy continues to circulate, circulate, circulate. If we resist it, we give it more power. When we open the door to it, it comes in, meets with love, and it becomes free. Energy is seeking to be freed. It wants to be free. It's like, let me out. And when you open the heart, it frees itself in the heart, in the love. And that's the highest expression of any energy, of any pain and suffering that we go through. So and that's the application. You apply the process. And you will notice that each time you apply this technique, that there's a little bit less intensity. There's a little bit less intensity. There's a little bit less intensity until it, the, the charge is gone. And you know that you have freed that energy, that you have become an expanded version of yourself, that you have shifted. The sixth A is anchoring. So it's anchoring in love. Remember, we are moving from a fear-based realm into a love-based realm from 3D to 5D. And anchoring, becoming anchored in love, becoming anchored in heart. So there's a misconception that, remember, you know, heart integrates the mind. Heart is not like the mind. The mind kicks everything out because it's ego-based, it's limited, it's fear-based, and it's needed. But by itself, it's, it's uh, you know, it's like a loose cannon. It needs to be shown what, it needs to be shown a direction. So when we are working with the heart, the mind is integrated. Heart is a place of knowing. Um, knowing and thinking are integrated. It's not just feeling. Feeling is the knowing and the thinking together. and. So we become anchored in love. Love heals. Love is more than an emotion. It's a consciousness. It's a, it's a level of existence. It's, a, it's an energy. It's the highest vibration, vibration, energy with the highest 
vibration and that energy heals. All the other energies are freed in the energy of love. So then we become anchored in love. We become a beacon for love. Then we become a conduit. We love comes through us, flows through us, goes into the world. So this is the technique. Um, it sounds simple, but it isn't easy because it just you go through so much. You go through so much. You have to be willing to for the emotional, spiritual, psychological, whatever you want to call it, for that health. We have to have time and the grit to metabolize, to digest our life's experiences, and especially. There's a lot that we need to metabolize from last year, right? Uh, from 2020. And now that's why we're kind of diving into this kind of work. Now is the time. Now is the time because we have the, we've had the raw material, but 2020 has really uh, brought it up to surface for us to see. It's getting played out in a global sense so we can see it, Okay. So that's the 6A technique. I hope that it was helpful. And um, what else? So start working with it. And we don't have to many times. All the, all the A's are kind of happening simultaneously at the same time. It's messy. Don't want to control it with the mind. Let whatever shows up, let it show up. And uh, continue to work with this technique and, you know, see how you feel. And if you want, um, there's more detail on this technique on my website, areyouvedichealingcenter.com. So there's a lot of information. There's blogs that you can access. There's a write-up on it under the mental, emotional health. I explain it in more detail. So take a look. And um, that is it. So thank you so much for hanging around till the 10th episode. More is coming. I'm again, Nina Puri, areyouvedichealingcenter.com. And I can't wait to see you at the next episode. Have a wonderful day.